In the early 2000s, Karachi, a bustling metropolis in Pakistan, was grappling with a serious public health crisis. Waterborne diseases were rampant, with millions suffering from diarrhea, cholera, and other life-threatening illnesses. It was at this critical juncture that Dr. Stephen Luby, an infectious disease specialist from the United States, made the bold decision to leave America and dedicate himself to finding a solution in Karachi. He believed that the key to resolving this crisis lay not in infrastructure, but in simple everyday habits. Luby's groundbreaking work focused on handwashing, an often overlooked habit with the power to prevent disease transmission. With a team of local health workers, he implemented a unique, community-driven campaign that encouraged Karachi residents to wash their hands with soap regularly. Crucial to this campaign's success was the distribution of a premium soap called Safeguard. The luxurious feel and pleasant smell of this high-quality soap made the hand-washing experience more pleasurable, which in turn supported habit development. The result of Luby's efforts? A staggering 50% reduction in diarrhea cases and a 35% decrease in pneumonia among children under five. His success hinged on his ability to understand the importance of engaging the local community, creating a sense of ownership in the habit-changing process, and ensuring access to the necessary resources like the appealing Safeguard Soap. By recruiting and training local health workers, Luby fostered trust and rapport within the community. These health workers then spread the message of hand washing through demonstrations, home visits, and community events, reinforcing the behavior through repetition and social reinforcement. This bottom-up approach, coupled with the clear health benefits of hand washing and the enticing attributes of the Safeguard soap, ultimately led to the widespread adoption of this life-saving habit. Welcome to Live, Love, Learn, a podcast where we delve into living life to the fullest, nurturing self-love and loving others, and embracing lifelong learning. I'm on a quest to discover happiness and contentment in a world increasingly fixated on negativity. I embark on this journey not only for myself, but with a deeper purpose, to leave a roadmap to happiness for my sons and to invite anyone else who wishes to join as I strive to live my life to its full potential. This is Live, Love, Learn, the podcast. I thought that story was appropriate to mention as we start today's podcast because it speaks how habits can ultimately change our world. A simple habit over time can create widespread change. I have felt that this week as I was able to do all of my habits, reading, learning German, practicing piano, and learning JavaScript. I was able to do those habits every day this week. I had a few challenges with creating habits to help with cleaning around the house And as I finished reading Atomic Habits the other day, I learned some new ways to approach those habits, and it worked. So for part three, the final part of this series, I want to talk about how focusing on being intentional and specific with goals, and how we can use identity reinforcement to help create lasting habits. This journey has been so impactful for me, and I hope you're finding some inspiration as well. Let's quickly recap some of the main themes we've discussed in the previous two parts of habit forming. So far, we've talked about starting small with goals like exercising for just five minutes a day. We've mentioned making habits easy like prepping healthy snacks. We've talked about habit stacking such as reading after you put your kids to bed. And lastly, we covered designing your environment like you know, making your bedroom cozy for better sleep. So let's now look at today's concepts, beginning with implementation intentions. This is a psychological concept that focuses on creating a detailed plan for when and where you'll perform your habit. Research shows that being specific about your intentions can dramatically improve your chances of sticking to your new habit. 
So to put this in action, plan when and where you'll perform each habit. For example, if you want to read more, schedule a specific time and place for reading every day, like reading 20 minutes in your favorite chair after dinner. This clarity makes it easier to follow through and create lasting habits. For me, this is how I finally had some success this week with cleaning. I told myself that at 2 p.m. and after dinner, I will do dishes. And after reading, I'll take 30 minutes to clean. I really wanted to stack habits with reading as it has been such a successful habit stack after putting EJ to bed. And this allowed me to actually make those happen. And I feel very confident it will continue. But if not... I will simply continue to try new ways to set myself up for success. Next, let's discuss focusing on your identity. The idea here is that our habits are deeply connected to our sense of self, and we're more likely to stick to new habits if they align with the person we believe ourselves to be or want to become. To put this into action, embrace the identity of the person who has already achieved the desired habit. If you want to become a better writer, start by identifying as a writer. Introduce yourself as one. Join writing communities and surround yourself with people who share your passion for writing. By adopting this new identity, you'll be more motivated and committed to the habits that support it. I've found successes in a few points in my life using this concept. For instance, about 10 years ago, I was feeling unhealthy as I was stopping for fast food and drinking a lot of soda. And I got to a point where I just told myself, I don't drink soda. And I also told my wife and others, establishing the identity of someone who simply doesn't drink soda. And I haven't since then, which is kind of remarkable now that I look back and think about it. I didn't realize what I was doing at the time, but it clearly worked. And it clearly aligns with the Atomic Habits framework. So if there's something you want to be, tell yourself that is who you are and go all in on that person. The same way negative self-talk can stop us from achieving successes, positive self-talk can help us become who we want to be. So for this week, the actionable items for me are to continue to work on making the habits stick. I've had a three-part series on habits, and each week I'm trying to focus more on developing good habits, and I'm seeing a lot of successes. I'm still not where I want to be, but definitely making small changes that are continuing to improve. As I was reviewing the previous podcast, I also realized that I never wrote myself a compassionate letter. The force is strong for avoiding that task, for me at least. I'm going to use what I talked about today and tell myself that once I upload this podcast, I'm going to take 15 to 30 minutes to write a compassionate letter to myself, forgiving myself for past shortfalls so I can focus on the now and not have regret. At this point, I'm kind of concerned that I won't upload the podcast again so I don't have to do this letter. I'm joking, kind of. So for my weekly challenge, if I'm going to be breaking my comfort zone barriers this week, I might as well really rip off the band-aid. I want to plan a way to make this journey an even bigger part of my life and find creative and fun ways to share my journey with you. I'm thinking TikTok, YouTube, some way to chronicle this journey and really force myself to go all in. So next week, I'll have a plan and hopefully start making some content that aligns with my mission to live my life to its fullest. I challenge anyone listening to find some ways to put more time and energy into something that you've always wanted to do. No better day to start than today. And as a part of this journey, I am focusing on learning as a priority. And while my habits journey has included me learning new things on a daily basis, I wanted to practice what I'm preaching by focusing on my identity. I'm a piano player, and I've been practicing daily for almost two weeks. There are many struggles as using both hands at the same time, and chords have proven to be difficult concepts. But as long as I'm a piano player, I will continue to improve. I'm also focusing on learning JavaScript because I'm a programmer. 
I've always been into learning code and I've written several simple programs as well as coded simple websites. So it's something I already feel connected to. My intention is to be an app creator and I'm going to keep making small steps until I've created my first app. I had a thought when writing this that there's a chance and I hope a good one that my sons will know me as a piano player and an app developer. EJ at three may never know a time when his dad wasn't those things. This really motivates me to continually make small changes, knowing that in a few years, those things can be my identity. I don't want to get too cheesy here, but I am filled with hope that I'm shaping a future of living my life to its fullest, and I'm excited to know that it is possible and it is a hopefully expected outcome of all of this. As I'm reflecting on this journey, I'm realizing that I need to continually add reminders of things that I have covered so far as well. A sound principle in learning theory is that repetition multiple times in the first week, you learn something, and then continual review at regular intervals causes your brain to convert the information into long-term memory and more easily accessible. So next week, I'll start adding a review segment so I can quickly remind myself of the concepts I'm learning and trying to work on during this journey. Join me next week as I look at some actionable ways to make lifelong learning a part of my journey and hopefully yours as well. Sending love and positive vibes your way. And I hope we can all focus more on living, loving, and learning this week. See you next time. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to reach out to the show with topics you would like me to explore or any other feedback that you think can improve this journey for myself, my sons, and anyone else listening, please email me at livelovelearnthepodcast at gmail.com.